Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Ignite EdTech podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. On Monday, we finally did it. We launched eduspark.world. What a whirlwind of a week we've had. Thank you so much for the positive feedback. The thousands of you that have joined us for our launch and either signed up for free access or paid for our all-you-can-eat buffet of learning. If you haven't registered yet, please go to eduspark.world, which is now live. Create a free account and explore what we have to offer. With new courses and communities popping up every day, we are growing faster than what we can ever keep up with. It has been incredible. Right now, we have a special offer just for you. $65 unlimited access to everything for an entire year. That's 70% off our rack rate. Jump in and purchase your annual license right now. If you're a school leader or want this for your colleagues or staff, don't hesitate to email me. Hello at eduspark.world. And I'll give you the details on exclusive discounted school-wide pricing, as well as explain the many features that benefit schools and why schools are jumping on board from their first taste of EduSpark. Last week, I encouraged you to think about managing the well-being of your staff. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I want to ask you about your first impressions of eduspark.world. Your only homework this week is to go and register for free and give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you and we'll do our best to grow this to be your go-to place for professional learning, growth, development, and community collaborations. We listen and we develop based on what you want and need. Tell us who you want to learn with what you want to see, and we'll make sure that's in our action plan for the future. Please share with me via our social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is elink.io. Elink.io is the fastest way to collect and share web content around any topic in minutes. Share your visual e-links with a single web link via email or embed it on any website or blog. E-link is being used by thousands of educators globally. I've been using this for some time now and it saves me hours. E-link is the most efficient and smartest way to create content by just adding web links. Its free plan allows a lot of awesome functionality and for just $12 a month, Its team's plan is great for bringing together groups of people to collaborate. I highly recommend that you take a look at elink.io. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about well-being in your faculty. If you're interested in learning more, 
go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about the launch of eduspark.world and share a little bit more behind the scenes about what sets us apart from the rest. EduSpark has six core values, but two that make up our why for the delivery of a system that creates a functional change in the way we do professional learning in schools and institutions globally. My first call out here is our dedication to equity. Not only is it important to see learning through a critical and diverse lens, but we must immerse ourselves in an environment that empowers people to have a voice and to take action, no matter where they live, their financial situation, the color of their skin, their religion, or their beliefs, the list goes on. At EduSpark, we work with leaders in the field of diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice. We empower the voices of those that are underrepresented and ensure we deliver on the promise of transformation in this space. Have we got it perfect yet? No. But each and every day, our team works harder to make an impact that you will see us deliver on over the coming days, weeks, months, and years with our updates that will positively impact the learning of thousands of educators globally. The second call out I want to make is closing the loop on learning. This is not your average same format course site you've experienced elsewhere. At EduSpark, you will find course design and delivery diversity, some self-paced, some based on facilitated communities, some fully synchronous and live, We even have course designs that build in learner choice to grasp the concepts or go into deep learning and allow you to personalize your own learning pathway. Our communities of practice will help close the loop on learning and provide a sustainable approach to ongoing engagement and development. Delivering on the promise of transformation is a team effort. We work with you and for you to transform your own learning experience and the learning of people all around you. Spend time where it makes the greatest impact. Use our data insights to inform your next steps in learning and engage with the highest quality learning all around in the easiest to use platform. Having just launched recently, we are early in our development phase, but already in just a few short months, we've turned an idea and a concept into a relatable and real experience. We're just starting our journey And our vision is a shared vision. We want to learn with you and from you to ensure that EduSpark becomes the go-to platform for professional learning and development. So at any time, don't hesitate to share your thoughts, your ideas, your frustrations, and your wish list. We'll do our best to implement it and action what this community wants to see. Our vision is to create an environment where the best of the best share, deliver, and help others grow where we connect and engage seamlessly to deliver on the promise of transformation, where we build evidence-based portfolios to show and demonstrate our learning, both internally within our institutions and externally to the world, to possible areas of growth and challenge. As we move forward, we will get closer to this vision. And with your support, we know we can get there quickly. Thank you for being a part of the early stages of EduSpark. And of course, for having our back and believing in us. We're building this for you to make transformational change and to fix the broken system one step at a time. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Jump into eduspark.world for free and explore. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. 
Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with the incredible Joe Dale. Let's have a listen to the chat. With Joe Dale, who you may know is at Joe Dale on Twitter with over 31,000 followers. Joe is based in the UK and is an independent modern foreign languages and technologies consultant. He's the former host of the TESS MFL forum and is a constant source of inspiration online. Joe, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? Of course, Craig. It's an absolute pleasure to be on as well. We've been connected for many years, but I think this, I'm right in saying this is the first time we've ever actually had a conversation with each other. So thank goodness for tools like Zencaster and uh, and podcasting for us to connect together and have a wee chat. Absolutely. It's exciting to connect. Let's go. Why don't you start by describing your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Okay, cool. So for the last um, 10, 11 years or so, I've been an independent languages consultant. I normally travel around the world um, running training and speaking at conferences here, there and everywhere. Uh, But of course, since the pandemic starts, um, I've had to change my my business model completely and I do everything via webinars. So back in uh, March 2020, um, I got together with my friend um, Helen Myers, who's the chair of the uh, London branch of the Association for Language Learning. And we decided to put together a whole series of webinars, which we, we describe as, as TILT webinars. So TILT stands for Technology and Language Teaching. And we've done um, over 150, I think, webinars now since March. Uh, I've asked people, um, harnessing my, my uh, professional learning network, I've asked people from literally all over the world to uh, present. So it's been um, myself and Helen have been um, the hosts. And then we've asked um, uh, language teachers from literally all over the world to present and um, it's been uh, it's been a huge amount of work, all for free. So all the recordings are available for free on my YouTube channel, as well as on the um, AWL London website. And Helen's done an amazing job in putting together um, uh, pages for every single speaker. So you've got um, a, a huge um, directory there of resources that you can access for ideas on remote teaching and hybrid teaching uh, using technology, which has been. Uh, I know very, very well received amongst the the language teaching community. And uh, again, across the curriculum, there would be lots of um, people that would find that content uh, useful and interesting. And then in addition to that, obviously, I have to earn a living as well. I've been I've been running webinars again with um, teachers from all over the world. Um, I put together a, a set of um, example sessions, 18 example sessions that I could offer to uh, to teachers and to schools and to districts and, and what have you. So I, I put those together based on what I was perceiving as the needs, based on what people were tweeting about at the time from March onwards. And then uh, people have been booking me to do uh, uh, bespoke sessions on remote or hybrid teaching, depending on whatever context people find themselves in. And that's, as you know yourself, it's constantly changing all the time. So I've been incredibly busy and I'm be- becoming more and more busy as the pandemic uh, uh, continues. Yeah, that's amazing, Joe. It sounds like you've been incredibly busy and doing a pretty amazing job at it as well, based on what you've been sharing online. And with that in mind, what's your next big goal in your career? What do you want to do or achieve that you haven't yet been able to do? Wow, great question. Okay, so I want to I want to carry on doing what I'm doing. I would love to do more international keynotes. I know that you um, you've keynoted a few things recently, um, which um, I think is is amazing. I've done a few. Uh, keynotes for sure. Uh, um, in an online context, I keynoted the uh, uh, the FAT for um, MLTAQ conference, so a conference in Australia. 
Um, for that one, I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning, um, UK time, uh, to speak at five o'clock and then do a workshop straight afterwards. Um, and then the day after, which was a Sunday, um, I had to get up at two o'clock in the morning to do a three o'clock workshop. So I felt a bit jet lagged after that. But at the moment, um, in a way, obviously, I would like to do more international keynotes. But at the same time, at the moment, all I'm really trying to do is I'm just trying to, as much as possible, support the uh, the language teaching community in particular, but anybody who's interested in um, ideas around remote teaching and hybrid teaching. I decided, as I mentioned back in March of last year, that um, because I had the skill set to really support and help um, teachers who were very worried and scared when um, possibly they were asked to uh, teach remotely for the first time ever, when we, you know we'd been having this conversation for years and years and years about the power of ed tech, but suddenly when people were forced to use ed tech in the classroom it meant that um lots of people i know were really scared and morally i just felt it was the right thing to do to really help people and just offer lots of advice um saying that my my dms were open for people or people could email me or giving presentations and then making the recordings of those presentations available on, on my youtube channel for free i just felt that was the right thing to do but at the same time you know i have to make a living and i i yeah that's what i would like to do i'd like to do more um uh, keynotes i'd also like to uh, get back into podcasting so i'm a big fan of podcasting as well like yourself um and i was doing a podcast with my friend uh, noah geisel from the states um we did 10 episodes back in 2019 and i'm de- i'm desperate to, to carry on uh, with the podcast it's just fine it's just the, pa- the the challenge is to find the time to do it that's uh that's been really uh, really difficult that's uh, fantastic joe and well deserved as well uh, i'm sure that your voice is going to be heard globally Um, for the work that you do, and I can't wait for that to happen on a bigger front. Let's do some quick-fire questions now. The first thing that comes to your head, and give us a little bit of a brief why. What is your hashtag one word for 2021? Oof. Um, Community, I think. Um, So I think that, yeah, the power of the community, the importance of everybody working together, singing from the same hymn sheet, um, uh, the community being being much stronger than the power of you know individuals. I think to me, one of the silver linings of the pandemic is the way in which the the MFL Twitterati community, which I've helped to to nurture over the years and to support and build, uh, has really you know come together and 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 they've always been amazing in sharing ideas. But I think particularly during pandemic, they've absolutely you know come of age. And thank goodness we have a community like the MFL Twitterati community. And I know there are lots of other communities in edtech you know around the world as well, but. The, the, the one I'm particularly passionate about and love to, to share with and support and, and nurture is the MFL Twitterati community. So to me, the hashtag community or, or the MFL Twitterati community has been one of the key um, features uh, of something, something positive that's come out of um, 2021 for sure. Amazing. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? It, it, I mean, in relation to, say, a resource, it's changing on a regular basis. But yeah, right at this moment, I'm a massive fan of Audacity. And I've been watching lots and lots of YouTube clips on how to uh, become uh, the best I possibly can be with Audacity. Being in different podcasting Facebook groups as well has been uh, revelatory, particularly the uh, Podcast Editors Club, which I'm a big fan of. If you like Audacity or you like um, editing uh, audio, then I would really encourage you to check out Podcast Editors Club. I'm also a big fan of uh, Tom Kelly's podcast called Clean Cut Audio, when he really you know do- does a deep dive into um, how to edit audio. Um, so that's you know on a personal level, that's something which I'm very excited about. But it changes all the time. It, it depends on you know the, the themes that I'm interested in at the time. I, I tend to become you know obsessive slash passionate about a particular thing, and I'll do a lot of uh, 
research about it. I could see, for, for example, recently on your Twitter timeline, Craig, that you're really into VR and AR and, and what have you, and uh, which is which is fantastic. And I and I yeah, that's what I tend to do. So I think um, anything to do with audio sound recording. I've been going on a few um, webinars around um, creating you know audio stories and um, and that sort of thing. That's that's my big passion at the moment. And what's your favorite ed tech or education focused quote? Okay, so um, I suppose one of my favorite quotes is, um, and this is paraphrasing, I'm not um, uh, quoting exactly here, but something along the lines of teachers saying, if we teach children the way that we were taught, then we rob them of their, uh, of the t- of their tomorrow. In other words, uh, if we always stick to the same um, the pedagogy that we've always used, that we that we um, uh, le- uh, were experiencing as as um, uh, as teachers that we've been teaching for years and years and years, then we're we're not going to be um, engaging with students in the twenty first century. And the twenty first century is now twenty one years uh, in. But um, I think that that's um, I think that's reasonably helpful. Although I'm not I'm not a huge fan of quotes. I think what's more more important is that we work these things out as a community and we work out what what works and, and what doesn't work and actually quotes can be inspiring i suppose but um when we see all these memes of different quotes on a, on a lovely background made in canva or adobe spark uh, post that they, they you know they might i suppose spark a, a moment of inspiration but actually what's more important is uh teachers getting together and working things out together rather than relying on a particular quote to inspire you although they i suppose they can be inspirational but i'm not i'm not a huge fan of quotes i must say no, I totally agree. That's that's very cool. And, and it's a good way of thinking as well about actually actioning things and making it happen. One last question, Joe, around your wheelhouse, which is MFL and, and modern foreign languages and the use of technology. You know, there's a, a few MFL teachers that I'm connected with that I know listen to this and engage with this. What's your best advice for MFL teachers around the use of technology in their classrooms? Well, I think, um, first of all, I would say... Um Get involved in the MFL Twitterati community uh, or the Langchat community if you're based in the States um, or where well, does it actually matter, really? I mean, uh, f- through the power of Twitter, I would say connect with like-minded people um, and uh, and discuss and review and, and, and um, you know, in no time at all, you can find out pretty quickly what are the, the best tools out there, as it were, in relation to what people are talking about and pedagogical approaches and then... Uh, pick the things which really uh, engage with you and, and and jump out to you as um is going to be useful. I mean, if I wanted to sort of mention individual tools, I'm a big fan of Quicker, for example, which is Q-W-I-Q-R, Quicker Conversations, and that can be used for um, recording some audio which goes on, which is attached to a particular link. You share the link with the students. They can then all record their audios, which will then appear in a thread, and it can be really useful, particularly in the pandemic, for uh, conversation practice, which is done asynchronously in a remote or hybrid context. I'm also, I mean, I'm also a big fan of Flipgrid as well, which I know everybody knows. But I think for languages, I think that um, Flipgrid for speaking practice and audio feedback and written feedback uh, is really, really awesome. So those two tools, I'm a big fan of. And then um, uh, either say, you know, something simple like Google Docs or um, Class Notebook for collaborative writing and doing a uh, a live writing exercise whereby you, you, you'd have a table, uh, you'd have one row per student, and then in the first column, the students would say write their names. In the second column, they would then write uh, a text, which could be, say, a paragraph or two paragraphs, uh, what have you. And then in the third column, the teacher can give uh, feedback about the text that the students have written, and they can then change that in real time. So a bit like um, uh, live marking 
using uh, Google Docs or Class Notebook or the equivalent of doing the same with, say, a visualizer in a face-to-face classroom whereby you are giving feedback in real time to a particular model um, answer. But by doing it via, say, Google Docs or Class Notebook, it means that everybody is getting individual feedback, which they can then respond to immediately based on the you know the research of people like Dylan Williams saying talking about um, the importance of giving the feedback as quickly as possible in real time uh, and I think technology lends itself brilliantly to that um, but I think uh, live writing is a is a nice idea which can be done in a variety of different ways but I think that for writing for speaking I would I would recommend certainly those um, different tools which I've just talked about um, which I know are used by teachers certainly in the MFL Twitterati and and further afield. Thanks for sharing those, Joe. That's awesome. And you've shared a lot of amazing information and resources here today. What's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Okay, cool. Thank you. So um, Twitter, I would say, so I'm just at Joe Dale on Twitter. Um, I've, uh, as you mentioned, I've, I've now got nearly 32,000 followers, which is a little bit crazy. I know I'm not on the not I'm not on the same level as yourself, Craig. I noticed you've got like 45,000 followers. Not that it's about a numbers game. Maybe that's a male thing. I don't know. But I think... Um, yeah, uh, connecting with me via um, via Twitter would be the way to go and uh, and follow the hashtag MFL Twitterati as well. Awesome, Joe. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thanks ever so much for connecting, Craig. Next week, join me for episode 62 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by the amazing Sheldon Eakins. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away two of Dean's books and two seats in the EduSpark learning portal. You can follow us on all social media and by registering for updates at eduspark.world. To win these prizes, you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winners have already been contacted directly by me, and they are Ramapriya Rajagopalan, Charmaine Merva, Anila Verma and Shannon Griffith. Congratulations to you all. This week, I'm giving away yet another seat in the EduSpark Professional Learning Portal, valued at $200 for one year of unlimited learning at eduspark.world. An incredible prize and a custom-built platform packed of high-quality leaders, educators, and thought leaders from every corner of the globe. Don't miss this opportunity to get your name in the hat to win this one. To win this prize, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 1st of September and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too, so we can reach even more people and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.